Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Snow Nation. Now, I'm going to try to uh, try to make this episode a bit brief. This is a, a little different, and uh, I, I just I want to try to keep it under 15 minutes. We'll see. I'll give I'll give it my best shot. You know, you, you have my word. <laughs> so, I I had a moment where I. I was, uh, I love movies. You know, we all love movies, most of us anyway. And I was talking up a movie to a few of my friends. Some of them, they took my recommendation and went to see the movie. Um, and I got their feedback and they, they, they gave me their feedback. And then I had to go back and take a second look at the movie. And taking that second look, it, it, my perspective shifted just a hair. You know, and it, it, we're all exposed to the message uh, these days when it comes to uh, Hollywood and, you know, the mainstream media. And, you know, there's clearly there's this agenda. There are these narratives and the narratives are being just just really driven into us. And a lot of us are starting to pick up on that. And I thought <laughs> I thought I had a keen eye for these things. Uh, but I caught myself where I I just wonder like how how did this get by me? <laughs> how could I sign off on this and say this is a great movie or this is a great piece of content, you know, and and miss it? <laughs> how? how? <laughs> so, you know, I, we we've seen it in, in 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 Star Trek, we've seen it in Star Wars, we've seen it, you know, in just franchise after franchise where, uh, you know, characters are just turned into, you know, simple props, you know, and regardless of um, just how much it diminishes the story or how weak the script is or anything like that, the message is the message, you know, and, and, and this is, and you will accept this, you know, if you don't accept it, then we'll put out more content and we'll force it on you, you know, and, what I'm, what I'm referring to, the piece of content, it was a movie. And it was a movie I've been waiting on. Uh, I was waiting on for a long time. And it was The the Batman. And it came out, um, it's only been out, what, about six weeks? Uh, yeah, about six weeks. Came out the first week in March. And I could not wait to see it. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a long movie. It's three hours. And then you throw in trailers, that kind of stuff you see in theaters. It was about three and a half hours. It was an interesting experience, um, an experience where you go in um, and it's one part period during the day and then you walk out and, and the outside looks different. And it's like you, you may have stepped into some sort of a time warp or something, you know. But I went and I saw it, and, you know, you know, and I my wife, I got her to see it and. You know, we sat and watched it and it was kind of one of those, oh, hmm. you know, you you watch the first act and, and the second act and you, and you see things kind of lead up into the, the, the grand finale. And leaving the theater, I just kind of thought, yeah, that, that was pretty solid. That was one of the better, um, if not uh, the best Batman movie I've seen in, in my lifetime, going all the way back to. Um, the, the Michael Keaton uh, Batman movies in, in the 80s. And it felt so it felt very unique and very raw. And there was a lot of uh, it felt like a detective 
uh, drama, which is something I've been waiting on for a long time because that that Batman, I mean, he's the world's greatest detective. That's that's his thing. You know, yeah, fantastic. Um, but even after the first viewing, I just kind of wonder, like, there was something about the transition from the second to the third act. There was something that pulled me out of the movie for a second. And I had to think back and there was a uh, a line from uh, the Catwoman character in the movie where she talks about um, or she makes a simple statement about white privilege. And that is one of those phrases. And I hate using the word hate, but I absolutely hate that phrase. It's such it's such trash and it's it's such a. Um, you know, popularized like statement in, in, a, in a phrase that's thrown out there time and time again, especially in recent years, uh, that that means nothing. It's it's used a lot, but it, it's it's ultimately it, it, it's just meaningless. It, it it means nothing. But we're seeing it. You know, I saw it in several movies. There was another movie I saw called Free Guy. You know, with um, with Ryan Reynolds. Last year, which I thought, oh, this movie is absolutely hilarious. And there's a little line thrown in there about white privilege. And I'm like, what is this crap? <laughs> you know, there is no white privilege or black privilege. or There's just privilege. There's just groups of people that have access to things that others don't. It's not, it's not based on a uh, particular region or a particular race. You know, I mean, you want to talk about white privilege, you know, okay, well, Michael Jordan, he's pretty privileged. All of his kids and extended family members and all that stuff, they're very privileged. They're not white. <laughs> they just have a lot of money. And this is nothing against against Michael Jordan. He earned it. He's greatest basketball player of all time, period, hands down. LeBron James is okay. You know, but that statement right there. And I was talking to someone yesterday, going back to the Batman movie, I was talking to someone yesterday about the movie, and I, and I was making another just glowing recommendation, like, oh, you know, this, you, should, you should check out this movie, this and that, you know, and I, and I mentioned, um, or another question came up, hey, you know, is it woke? <laughs> and and I, I really don't like that, that word either. But um, I said, well, I, I don't think it's woke, but there is this just one phrase, one statement. That, that that's made in there by one of the characters where they, they mention white privilege. But other than that, it's not really heavy on the message. And when I made that recommendation and I, and then I made that statement, you know, when you say something and then you replay it back in your head later on that day, sometimes, sometimes we do that whenever we, we when we go back and forth with someone and you think, man, I, man, that was, Oh, I should have said this to them or that. Or I should have said that. That would have been so much better than what I actually said. <laughs> but I I just stepped back and it's like, yeah, is there more to that? Is there is it just that statement or is that statement a like a, a like a marker or something where there are things happening before that transition to the third act, before that statement, before and after? that tie it all together. It, it couldn't have just come out of nowhere. It felt like it did. But then I, I go back and I, I, I look at the characters. I look at the plot synopsis. You know, I, I give the film a, a second view from a, from a slightly adjusted lens. 
and I noticed a lot of things. And it wasn't it wasn't just the statement about uh, white privilege, which is trash, which is untrue, which is just which is fluff. But I started to look at the the way the um, the city is framed, the fictional city, Gotham City, um, the people that occupy it, the people in leadership positions, and I noticed that this movie is it's just corruption, corruption, corruption. You know, the police are corrupt. The, you know, there, there, there's uh, corruption in the, in the mayor's office. There's corruption everywhere. They even take our hero's family name, um, uh, the Waynes, and there's some uh, deceptive things there. There's a dark past there. There are ties to organized crime and to a mobster, you know, and when I saw that the first time, I thought, well, that's interesting twist. I mean, a lot of times the, the Wayne family in the comic books or in past movies, they're seen as this philanthropic family that, you know, is all about um, uniting people and, and, and helping the poor and, and bringing up Gotham City and, and helping it, you know, meet its true potential, its greatness. But in this movie, it was just so many deceptive things. Uh, tied to the rich families and, and of course, all white, all white, you know, the, the corrupt cops, white, the corrupt, you know, the, the gangsters, white, you know, they have the, the penguin character in there who's a, who's a, a big gangster, uh, Falcone and, 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 you know, he's the head crime boss, you know, within, you know, and it's just white, 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 white. Um, and then there's this Merrill uh, candidate who's a black woman in the movie. And she's, she's, she's sold to us as this, this angel, this beacon of light that has to be protected. And she's fearless and she's so stunning and brave and, you know, can do no wrong and is uh, uncorruptible, you know, and, and she demands, you know, she, she has a scene where she's talking to, to Bruce Wayne and, um, and there's a little irony to it, but she's talking about how his family should do more and he should do more. And she's, you know, she's going to going to push him and encourage him and see that he does more uh, to help the city. And of course, you know, he's moonlighting as, as the Cape Crusader saving lives, you know, every night. Of course, she doesn't know that. Uh, but she's she's treated as this this flawless angel and everyone else, especially every white male is some. Um, corrupt or cowardice or ignorant uh, individual that's a leech on someone else or a leech on the city or is deranged or has, you know, some, some uh, psychological issues or, or, or whatever. But that, that there's this recurring pattern. And I just, I looked for that and just sat back and like, okay, is there one, <laughs> is there one straight white male that has one redeemable quality in this entire three hour long movie. And the closest was the Butler, Alfred. And, and then even that <laughs> there's a revelation where there are things he knew about the, the family's dark past and, you know, and he kept it to himself. And then, you know, Bruce Wayne gets angry with him because he, you know, he feels like he deceived him as a child and lied to him his whole life and blah, 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 blah. And I, I just thought like, wow, 
how did this, this snuck right by me. I thought it was just one throwaway line about white privilege, just one. And, and, and that was it. But no, it was, <laughs> it was woven within the movie itself, within, you know, in its foundation. I mean, it, everything else though, I, I believe it was, you know, it was, it was fantastic. The cinematography was great. The, the, uh, the sound choices, the music choices, the editing I thought was great. Um, the way they structured Gotham city and gave it a, a, its own unique look. Um, I, I thought that was great. And sitting there watching that movie, I was amazed. Like, man, I'm really, I feel so engaged in this. I feel I care about these characters and what happens to them. You know, this, this director, you know, and his team did it, did a fantastic job. And then that line came up about white privilege. And I just thought, man, that's weird. Why did she have to say that? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you, why, you know, this is escapism. I came here to escape. You know, I'm watching a movie about a comic book character, a billionaire with special gadgets and who's super smart and solves crimes and works with the police and all that good stuff. And, you know, uh, something that, you know, I want to step away from all the nonsense and, and the, uh, the, the color consciousness um, that has possessed so much of this country. And I couldn't even, I couldn't get that. You know, I thought, I even thought I had it for a minute and then looking at it again, it's like, nope, nope. The message is there. The message is right there. Smacking me in the face, <laughs> you know, with, with subtlety for the most part throughout the movie. And there's just that one little cringe line that they shove right in there um, that, that, kind of caught me it really got to me it, it's just it's amazing like you just can't uh you you just can't get a break i mean the, the, these these uh cultural changes that are encouraged and, and massaged and you know uh you, you can say the the special interests or the social engineers or, or whatever you know but there is an agenda there is a narrative and every time i mean you you think you're looking at a piece of media and you believe that, oh, this is, you know, it's not completely sanitized, um, uh, but it's very light on the message. So I can really sit back and and relax and actually enjoy a film. And, and the film, you know, will do what it's supposed to do, entertain me um, and give me a break from uh, the, the sad existence <laughs> that, that is just life in 2022, you know, but uh, no. No, no, no. You you get no breaks. <laughs> the psyop shall continue. <laughs> oh my goodness. But anyway, I wanted to keep this short, but just some of my thoughts and you know, I I'm going to stop recommending this movie. When people when people ask directly, I'll say it is a strong movie. I mean, it made 750 million dollars or whatever. Um even though the executives still think it's a failure or a flop or whatever, but it made a, a ton of money. Uh, I, I think it's a solid, um, uh, solid script, great cinematography and sound design and the acting is pretty good. The casting I thought was pretty solid. Even Robert Patterson is Batman. I, I think it, I think it was great, um, but I'm not going to go out of my way anymore to recommend this movie. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got to say about that. That is my, hey, call it a movie review if, if you want. I haven't done it in a little while. I think the last one, I think the last one I did was The Matrix. Huh. Anyway. Those are just some of my thoughts of that movie. 
please feel free to uh, uh, throw some of your thoughts my way. I, I'm curious to hear what just what some of your thoughts are for the people that saw the movie. Um, if you notice some of those subtle and not so subtle messages uh, that were squeezed in there. And with that, I'm going to jump off here, and make myself some dinner. Um, but to the rest of you, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And we'll talk again soon. Snow Nation out.